right, welcome back. Episode three, Tan. It's exciting. How are you feeling? I'm pumped. Yeah. Well, the first thing that uh, Tan and I wanted to touch on is uh, our, our contact information, our, our email address is posted on our Instagram account and our iTunes bio. Um, it's it's honeypate at gmail.com. Feel free to, to reach out with any questions you may have for, for me and Tan that you, you know that you want our opinions, et cetera, whatever it may be. Um, also, any topics that you might want us to talk about or shed some light on or an experience that happened to you that you would just like to tell us, we, we would love to hear it. So feel free to reach out at any at any point, any point. We'll get back to you as soon as you can. We're really. pretty regular on our email and Instagram. I'm, we're going to make a Facebook page here soon. So Yeah, and it will, it'll be posted on the Facebook page too probably, but we'll, we'll be posting on our Instagram account probably when our Facebook page is updated, I would think, right? Yep. I mean, we'll get it out there you know, to you whenever that may be. But then, you know, with that said... We'll just get right into it. I mean, last episode, we left off talking about the ending of rifle season. You know, we had a week left at the time, and and then we, you know, we talked about late archery season, and we mentioned small game and how we'd hope to be doing that pretty soon. So, uh, what do you think, Tan? We could probably tell the rifle season in, what, 30 seconds? 30 seconds. (laughs) Give or take? Yep. I mean, I saw nothing. I, that. I saw one doe that was a little smaller, and I decided, ah, I'll pass. I'll probably see one later. That was the first set, the second Saturday. Last Saturday, didn't see a thing. It rained all day. Weather was terrible. It got nice in the afternoon, and just a bunch of squirrels. It got me excited for small game. Exactly. Exactly. So the only thing now in which came back in – the 16th, which would have been Monday of this current week, uh, is small game. So your rabbits, squirrels, um, pheasants, um, you know, small game. So this weekend, we are doing a little small game extravaganza. Yep. Separate and conquer. Yep. Tanner and Big Tay mentioned in episode two. Shout out, Big Tay. (laughs) Um, They're doing a little pheasant hunting again. And myself and my dad and, you know, maybe my brother, who knows, we'll be doing some small game hunting, rabbits mainly, at the farm. So that'll take us right to Christmas, and late archery season comes right back in the 26th. I'm planning on going out for that. I'm trying to update my winter gear. Yeah, you got to bundle up. And I can let, if it works, I can let you guys know what I get or if I'm pretty confident in it. Yeah, I might I might get out too in late archery. I, I still got two tags to fill, so maybe I'll finally get some luck. Who knows? But um, so arguably the the hottest topic in the Pennsylvania hunting world right now has to be Sunday hunting. Our three Sundays. I heard Steve Rinella talk about it on the Meteor podcast this week, and I thought, wow, he just mentioned Pennsylvania. It's a, it's it's big news. We're we're a you know, one of what, Tan? What, what is it? Two states? Three states? There were three states left. Now we've gotten out of no Sundays. There's only two left that don't allow any Sundays, and that's Maine and Massachusetts. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, it led me to think, why can't we hunt on Sundays? Just the more I looked into it, the more I thought, what, what would be the opposition to hunting on Sundays? 
So I found a couple like topics that they bring up during like the trials and the bill passing and all that. And one of the major ones is it's unsafe, which I'd like to look up like statistics in other states since we're one of the last three to open it up and see how that really affected any safety. Because being open on Saturdays, there's still people that go out and hike and use the game lands or state forests with hunters. Mm-hmm. And then another thing they brought up was wildlife deserves a day off. I, I'm not sure. That one really threw me off. Not sure what, what to think on that one. Yeah. And then another topic would be tradition. It's just never been open. And right. That's just how it should stay. And for religious that's people. How it's, that's how it's always been. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and obviously church. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, on Sunday. and That's where it started. Right, right, right. But, you know, you can go, you know, church, a church service, but, you know, you st- there's still a day left, you know, if you want to go, oh, yeah. you know, hike in the woods, hunt. Yep. You know, I don't see any issue with it, but. I don't, I, and that's, the more, I kept looking for other topics, and those were like the main, the main Arguments to right. why I can't go out on Sundays. Right. You know, I think the this first three Sundays, I mean, that's like a step in the direction that it's going to be Sunday hunting all year round. It's just like a big stepping stone. Right. Right. I think that's coming in the near future. I but. was looking up, I did look up some of Maryland, how they do Sunday hunting, and they do it by county, or I think that's how it is. I think it's by county. And certain Sundays aren't open. I, no, I didn't look into why. So they just have a big calendar and it's got an X that says this Sunday's open or this Sunday's closed. Right. I, you know, I, I hope they just, I hope they don't make it complicated. Well, that's you know? what this just, is leading to is it, more complications right. and more rules and that people are going to break. It's just the way it is. And yeah, they're going to make it really complicated. This whole process when really all it has to do is just make it Sunday hunting at this point, at this point, you might as well. Yeah, just make it open every week so no one has to think, oh, is it open this weekend? Do I have to worry about that? Can right. I do this? Can I do that? It's, I know, and a lot of the times you do see things on Sunday, which you wish. Like that, you mentioned last episode, you guys saw exactly. that bear. I saw, we saw that bear on Sunday this year. That's why I'm hoping the game commission chooses the Sunday of bear season as the third Sunday for next year, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. That would change a lot of things about the trip. I mean, right now, as it's been for years, it's you go up on Friday, sometimes even earlier if you're able to get off, and you stay, and then you hunt Saturday, and then you Sunday is like a scout day. You know, hang around, just hang out at the cabin. It's nothing beats that. Does that last that whole week then, or does it end on a certain day? Bear season would go then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and end on Wednesday. That's how the season would go. Four days. You get four hunting days. That that can that leads us to this article that we've, exactly. we found online. Yeah, we were on. I think I found it on Facebook. You know, which isn't exactly a credible source, right? But, but it was titled um, 12 possible changes for PA hunting seasons next year." So I was I was intrigued, obviously. That's they say a group of biologists met in Harrisburg to kind of preview what's. Those 12 changes. Mm-hmm. And the major one is the Sundays being open for archery and rifle season. Um, they're also talking about 
instead of having the split seasons. Um, this deer season. Yeah, split. During rifle season, the first week it's buck as of current. And then the second weekend it's buck and doe. Right. But they're talking about making that split season into just one where you can shoot buck or doe for the two weeks. So they're hoping brings numbers because that's what it's all about. The license sales have been going down, and they, they mentioned that concern, which I wanted to look up exactly how bad it was. In like concern of numbers going down. Yes. Yeah, you always hear about that, but it's like, is yeah, that true? Yeah, you never really look, and everyone I talk to I feel like hunts. So right, I, exactly. It just doesn't really affect or I never thought it really affected me. Right. But I looked up these numbers on the Pennsylvania Game Commission's website. And mm-hmm. it's, over the last 10 years, they don't have 2019 yet because the season isn't over. Right. So in 2008, there were 926,000 total licenses sold. That includes uh, like your fur taking, non-residents, residents. residents uh, and junior licenses and senior licenses as well. How much? How much? Nine hundred and twenty-six thousand. Nine hundred twenty-six thousand. Two thousand eight. Which leads us up to two thousand eighteen is the most recent one they have. Is eight hundred and fifty-five thousand, which is the lowest in the ten years that they had listed. And the highest was in two thousand thirteen with nine hundred and fifty-three thousand. So since two thousand thirteen. There's been close, pretty much 100,000 less total licenses sold, Hmm, which is crazy. And then I started to think, I was like, that can't just be resident. I wanted to look and see who attributed to the most loss. Mm -hmm. And I looked up the non-residents, and they only contributed to about 1,000 sale decline. It was, the sad one was the junior hunting sales. They peaked in 2008, so in 2013, they didn't really rise like that. But in 2008, there were 40,000 junior licenses sold. In 2018, there were 19,500. So that, that accounts for the, a, a good chunk of the drop. Junior hunter sales are down. Way down. And that would even, with your residents, yeah. the rest of that's coming from residents. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard that, you know... I've heard several people really mention that, like youth hunting is down, junior hunters license not not necessarily licenses, mm-hmm. just participation in general is down. But you know, I always see kids, you know, up in the state forest. You know, I see them, so I never really thought about it. But hearing that number, I mean, that's your proof right there that it's happening. I could just see having all Sundays open during rifle season attributing so much more than just this the one during rifle yeah because that's limiting someone from what three saturdays to well they'd have six days if yep. it if they op- extended that last sunday yeah and they close the season on sunday rather than mm-hmm. saturday yeah it, i mean and that's a huge difference in the hunting world like six days compared to three is a huge deal oh, yeah. really i think i got to go out archery hunting six days this year yeah I don't even know if they were six total days. Yeah, it's a huge deal. And, like, I completely understand why a lot of people are really passionate about this because, you know, a lot of people, as they, you know, grew up over time, weren't able to get out as much as they did were able to in high school when they were younger. And 
I know people that are just dying to have Sunday hunting because, you know, they'll be able to get out again. Some people haven't been able to get out at all, and then maybe Sunday will give them that chance. Work schedules and... Exactly, you know. Everybody's different, and I know life can be... Life can be a bitch sometimes, so I know it gets busy, but... And then I wanted to see how much revenue license sales attributed to the Game Commission, because then I just kept, like, thinking, how much does this affect? And I can't imagine how much it was affected, but in 2018, license sales attributed to 31% of the total revenue for the Game Commission, and that was about... $36.5 $36.5 million. Wow. Which is wild. So 955,000 licenses. They might be able to get more land. Exactly. Get more hunting properties or more pheasants. Just more opportunities for everybody. Exactly. And that goes along with those food plots. I mean, there's food plots in the state forest. Or I'm sure around the state. I know of you know the ones around my cabin. That's just because I'm always there. But I'm sure they're around the state. That's so that money maintaining the food plots and yeah, and our local state game lands around here they have corn and I think beans, right? In one field, but that right. I mean, the, Pennsylvania they're for the most part they're mountain deer, they're oh, mountain yeah. fed. I mean, it, you know, in some parts of the state, obviously they're eating farm farm corn, yep. etc. But you know, it's nothing like the Midwest. You know, they, these deer are you know a product of what they eat, and a lot of times it's you know acorns and berries. Another thing they mentioned was about the Sunday for archery season next year. Uh, You know, they recommended the day of November 15th, which would be the last Sunday of the season, I believe, right? Yep, that's correct. Because the season would go out on Saturday. And I think that they're recommending that for several reasons, and one being, you know, more another day in the rut. That's, you know, the heart of the rut right there, November 15th. Especially where it falls, because I know some years with the full moon and everything, from what I've heard, um, that can affect where it falls. And two years ago, it fell late. And if you would have gotten to that Sunday or Monday, the deer were moving around like crazy. Right, right. And that day is that Sunday is rather interesting, actually. You know, for out of all, all the days in the season, I understand why that day is better, or in, for for some reasons. Yep. But that would mean if they choose the, the bear season. The following weekend as the Sunday. We already know that there's a Sunday in rifle season, which, you know, I'm 99% sure that's going to be opening weekend Sunday. That would make the most sense. You would think. Mm-hmm. For several reasons, really, but that's aside from the point. <laughs> that that would mean that you'd have three Sundays in a row, the three Sundays that were given in a row in a matter of a month, three different seasons. Bang, bang, bang. Done. I'm not sure if I like that or not. I don't think that I do, only because selfishly I would like one open during turkey season. Initially, when that when I first heard about Sunday hunting in Pennsylvania, when that was all first coming to be, I originally thought they would do deer and bear and turkey. The tough thing with turkey season, though, is like how do you pinpoint? It's all a money thing. It's all a money game yeah. when it comes to this now mm-hmm. at this point. So how would they be able to pinpoint, you know, what Sunday would be the moneymaker, you know, where they could generate some extra license sales? You would think it'd be at the very beginning because you would that, think. that's when, I guess, the turkey rut is. Right. And I think that's a logical assumption. Yeah, but. the breeding season for it. But the more I read this article, the more it actually sounds like it makes more sense to have it during bear season. Yeah. 
I mean, the argument's there for bear season. I think so. I mean, bear, I think a lot of people, at least recently, it's become very popular in the state. There's a lot more bear hunters than there have been. I think this year was like a record year for the bear harvest. It was, and I I think that's for several reasons. But, you know, the, the main one is there was a lot more opportunity this year than ever before to kill a bear. They had, you know, the the two-week-long archery season, end of October, first week of November. And that, that last week of October, archery season, actually, no, both of those weeks, you could shoot muzzleloader, I believe. Yes. No, no, not both of them. It was the first one. But muzzleloader had a week of its own, I think. I know they talked about it in here. Yeah, look that up right now. But I think, I think uh, you know, there was a lot of opportunity for bear this year compared to previous years. And... That led to a higher harvest. And the weather was good on rifle season, which the past two years, it has not been good. Um, yes, this year the state had a week of muzzleloader bear hunting. Yeah. And I think did that go... And on the last three days of that week, junior and senior hunters could also kill a bear with a rifle. With a rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that, that's all brand new this year. So there's a lot of opportunity, you know, to kill one. And, and, that's, and they're talking this coming year, like you said... They want to have one week of bear hunting open to muzzleloader and archery with last three days open to juniors and seniors for rifles. It's so it's interesting. I mean, I'm I'm really I'm gonna be curious to see if they, you know, make any changes to the muzzleloader and archery bear seasons. I don't think they will on the archery side, but the muzzleloader side, I think they might. Yeah. I think the reason they implemented to begin with this year had to do with low harvest numbers the previous two seasons due to you know several reasons but one being weather guys had a different or difficult time getting to their normal spots and therefore you know the bear harvest was down yeah and i think to get that back up and the reason they wanted to get back up is to maintain the population just like they do with every you know game mm-hmm. animal and i think that led to the increased opportunity in season and ultimately it worked Record year for Pennsylvania bear hunters. It's awesome. Yeah, I the re- the new record is four thousand six hundred and eight bears, and that is obviously two thousand nineteen this year. Yeah, the previous record was in two thousand eleven, and that was four thousand three hundred and fifty. So an increase of a little less than three hundred bears. That's pretty. I mean, that's pretty amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's in due in large part to, like we just said, the, the you know, ext- expanded opportunities. But also, you know, bear hunters in Pennsylvania, there's a lot of them. It's more popular these days. But, you know, we'll see what happens moving forward. So the article goes on to mention several other little things that could be changing or that they would like to change potentially for next hunting season. And, you know, some of them are pretty interesting and we're not going to cover them all here, obviously, but... We're going to have this article linked on our next Instagram post, so keep an eye out for it. Give it a read if you're interested. You know, you might learn something. Who knows? Well, that linked will have some of the Game Commission numbers that they have linked just so you can go and see for yourself. It's all mm-hmm. it's all public information. Exactly, so. yeah. And if you're interested in any, not just bear, but any animal, uh, deer, turkey, all the big game animals, elk and, and bear, if you go on the Pennsylvania Game Commission website and you go to hunting and then you select, select the animal you're interested in. There's harvest data reports for all of those animals, I think dating back to 2010, I, I think. Even later than that, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But give it a look. It's pretty interesting. 
it is really interesting to see, and especially the stuff from this year. You know, it's nice to see. I know on the Bears side, I'm always on it. They have an interactive map where you can see, you know, certain counties down to the township where they're getting a lot of bears, the biggest bears, etc. But it's a really cool site. If you haven't been on there, fool around on it. It's pretty oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, take a look. It's crazy to you hear all these things and then you mm-hmm. actually see the numbers. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It is, and it gives you hope. You know, especially when it comes to bear. We've been talking a lot about bear this episode, but. Um, it gives you hope. Sometimes, you you know, it's tough to keep that motivation whenever you just keep striking out year and year. And I know guys that are successful every year, but it hasn't been the case for us. But it's, it's cool. So that wraps up this week's episode. And like we said at the beginning, topics, questions, really anything you want to get in contact with, stories, we'd love to, like, read your email. We'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us. Our email is posted in our bio on our Instagram, iTunes, SoundCloud, and it's huntingpaate at gmail.com. And we should have a Facebook up here soon so you can get in contact with us that way. We, we, we are blown away with the, people, with the number of people that are following us on Instagram and, and listening to us. Please keep listening. We hope you enjoyed today. Follow, like, subscribe. Merry Christmas. (laughs)